0: This is Money, Motivation, and Mike, and I am your host, Michael Wainwright. As always, in charge of the mothership, our audio engineer, Jason Wright. And hello to you, world. This is the podcast that will change your life. Looking forward to this episode because I get to tell the second part of my life that's got us to this point today. But before we do that, just a couple of uh, notes here. You can always reach us at mx3.vip on our website, or you can email us directly at Info at mx3.vip, and also want to make a shout out to some of the landing spot locations that Jason has been working on and getting us onto these sites, such as Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Overcast, Castro, Podfriend, Amazon Music, and right now Castbox. Those are just some of the locations that you can pass on to your family and friends because, let's just say you've got Cousin Corey in California. He's a Spotify user. You can tell him about our podcast, and he can go straight to Spotify, let's say. He can go straight to Spotify, put in our information, and download our shows. Just so you know a little bit about how you can pass our word, we appreciate it, and we obviously uh, want to thank all of the the podcast listening locations that has brought us on into their family, and Jason continues to work on more and more every day. So continuing on with where I was in my life, December the 14th, 1990, 15 days short of being 22 years old and receiving my college degrees And what brought me up to that point, and and I I reflect back on that now thinking about how at one time I'm out here selling watermelons and mowing yards, running a weed eater, washing dishes at a local restaurant, uh, being a weekend merchandiser of Pepsi Company. And by the way, also merchandising, putting out pizzas after I did the Pepsi's. And I don't really remember that company, if it was Red Baron or Tony's or uh, Tatino's. I don't really remember which one it was, but it was one of them. And they had pretty decent pizza, because I know I usually had one of those on Saturday afternoon. And going along with umpiring baseball games and, and working in a maintenance department, and then being promoted uh, up to the front into the accounting department of Alcoa in college. And also, by the way, taking a pay cut going from maintenance to accounting on and on and on, Uh, buying and selling baseball cards. I'm a big memorabilia, sports card collector. And more than once, I've had to sell those cards, some of those cards to pay, pay my bills. And I have. And I just think about all those things that I had done in the first virtually 22 years of my life to get me to December the 14th, 1990 on a Friday night at Southeastern Oklahoma State University. And the very next day, going and putting the final touches on a a rectangular building of about a 10 by 20 size with no restroom and a window unit for an air conditioner and a heater that I had to plug into the wall. Obviously, that was a fire hazard, but we had to do what we had to do to stay warm. But literally had to go down the street to go to the restroom, remodeled that building for $1,100 on my parents' Payless Cashways credit card. That's how you get going. So when you think that everybody starts on top or everybody's starting at a better point than you are, that Mike started at a better point than you are, think about what I just told you. You've got to always start somewhere and it don't really matter where you start, it's where you finish and how you progress and how you grow on on a daily basis. And from that point in this rectangular building that we go out and we build started Michael Wright Financial Consulting. That was my very first name, and we transformed that into M.W. Wright & Company, which then became M.W. Wright & Company, LLC, and then became M.W. Wright & Company, LLC with a branch called Wright Tax Results, because in that 17th year, when we were starting to appeal to more of the income tax clients than just our monthly bookkeeping Uh, their personal, their children's, their family's tax returns. We opened up our practice to the rapid refund business. We opened it up to the e-filing business. Get your refund in a check right back here at our location. And when we did that, We had to make a transition in our name because M.W. Wright & Company, what does that really tell? And this is part of the marketing, the advertising of your future adventure or the one that you're doing now. Or maybe you need to make a name change. When you are doing these marketing concepts and you're putting stuff together, you got to think about what is the audience? What are they getting out of the name that I have? Well, M.W. Wright & Company could have been a law firm in Manhattan. Or it could have been a plumbing business in downtown Dallas or or out in West Texas or wherever it is. It didn't tell you what we did. So we go and and we put a branch onto our name called Right Tax Results. And frankly, we spent $1,000 on a new logo that ended up being a stop sign of all things with WTR in the middle of that stop sign, Right Tax Results. And it was kind of corning whenever we did it. But looking back on it, the reason it was a stop sign is because this is where you need to stop to get your taxes done the right way. And it all just kind of jived and it all came together. And here we are 32 years later. And the reason I bring all that up is because obviously one of my expertise uh, within the money section and also the mic section is that I own a tax practice. I, I do accounting work. My office and my staff specialize in bookkeeping, business consulting services, payrolls, quarterly reports, end-of-the-year reports, setting you up with the proper estate planner, setting you up with the proper broker. And then, of course, our big service is income tax preparation. Income tax preparation from the 1040s, to, to the federal and the state returns. We are set up and ready to go and help you from coast to coast, border to border with any of your tax income tax needs. My specialty within tax is the taxation of entities such as corporations, S-corporations, limited liability companies, partnerships, limited partnerships, estates, trust once again, all those type of tax returns we can handle. We've been handling them for 32 years. We are ready and prepared to help you with any and all of those needs. Bookkeeping is bookkeeping and keeping up with your monthly books. And maybe you need financials at the end of a month, at the end of the quarter, the end of a year to turn over to your financial institution. You're trying to make a loan. Whatever the reason is that you might need a financial statement, we handle all those services. Our, our business consulting services consist of nothing more than you coming in and us analyzing your business and figuring out where you are, what your goals are. Just like in episode two, you got to have goals. Where your goals are, where you want to go, when you want to get there. How are we going to accomplish these goals? Maybe you have some internal issues within your office Got the experts to be experts, you there to become more efficient and run a better ship. And obviously, that is a big thing, a big item within your business these days because of the manpower situation. The efficiency of your staff will very well determine whether they make or break your business. Yes, the management's got to be in place. And the management's got to be ready to go, identifying people who need to be promoted and identifying people who may not be a part of your organization in the future. But the people who are there, you need efficient staff. We have those experts that can help you do those kind of things. So just remember all that stuff, and we'll continue to talk about what we do at M.W. Wright & Company and Wright Tax Results, we'll continue to talk about that on and on and on in, in our episodes and in our in our shows, but continuing on with my life. And then that first year of 1991, which would have been the 1990 income tax season, I did all of 40 tax returns. And I want to tell you, those 40 tax returns carried me financially for quite some time. You don't realize how big 40 tax returns is, until you don't have 40 tax returns. And going into year number two, we went to 65 tax returns. I should say I went to 65 tax returns because it was me, myself, and I doing all the work. All right, well, that's 25 more tax returns. Two things here that I'm very proud of. Of the 40 tax returns I did in year one, 38 of those came back. I went to 65 tax returns from 40 That's a 63% increase in business. I was ecstatic about those kind of numbers and knew that I was on my way to where we are here, just right in the middle of our 32nd tax season, being upwards of 1,500 plus tax returns that we will prepare from the federal, the state, and so forth and so on. We have came a long ways in 32 years, and we're continuing to prosper and grow as we speak. Four tax preparers within my office right now to take care of all your income tax needs. Now, in that second year, which would have been 1992, would have been 1991 income taxes that were being prepared, a big decision and an event came my way. In 1992, I ran for Denison City Council, and I was elected. I was elected as a city council member uh, from the District 4 of our hometown, I was 23 years and nine months old. I was the youngest person ever elected to the Denison City Council and still am to this day. It's another one of those accolades that I am very, very proud of. And it put me onto a path of understanding politics, good and bad. It also gave me exposure. Within my businesses, because that is the one thing you need. You know, I mentioned before in an episode or two back, location, location, location. Well, you being out in the in the public and you being involved in community service and and you going out and volunteering your time says a whole lot to people who want to do business with you. People also don't want to do business with a loser, someone who's going to be out of business in two years. They want to do business with somebody that's going to have longevity. Well. The city council in 1992 gave me that kind of credibility. This guy's in business. He's now in public service. He must be around and here to stay, which put me into another stratosphere, not only with income taxes, but now bookkeeping. Now businesses wanting to come and throw their finances on my table and let let us go through it together and put a plan together for them. And some of those relationships that I established back in the mid early 90s I still have to this day, and they're not only business associates and colleagues, they are friends, and they have watched my children grow up. I have watched their children grow up to the point where we now have grandchildren. But 1992, I'm elected to the Denison City Council. One of the things that I'm also very proud of is we went out and we worked the streets, and we got into voter apathy. What that means is, is that you are getting people out to the booth who are coming to vote. You have participation in your election. I had 439 people vote for me in October of 1992. There was less than 40 people in the previous election that voted outright. And my opponent had right at 40 votes as well. And I had 439. That's all due to the fact of my inner circle of friends. Let me go down the streets, driving me place to place, Let me knock on doors, us having a phone bank and people thinking enough of me at that tender age of 23 years old and nine months to come and put their reputation on the line and make those phone calls. What's kind of funny is a phone bank is where you get a bunch of phones, you get a bunch of people, and you call registered voters to try to get them out to vote. By the age of 25, at 1994, I was the mayor pro tem of of our city. I was also on the Texoma Council of Governments, appointed by our city council to go do that, which put me in Washington, D.C. on a regular basis. And that allowed me to get to know our congressman in our area from the 4th Congressional District, Ralph Hall. And I am very honored that Congressman Hall took a liking to me and maybe saw some things in me that at that time that I did not see in myself, and we became friends. I wouldn't say that he was grooming me to be a congressman from the 4th Congressional District in the future, because that was his position and he wanted to keep it. But I know that he was helping groom me for bigger and better things than maybe a local city council position. Now, I was on that path, and I was very excited about those things until I realized if you're going to be a congressman or a senator in the United States of America, you better be ready to give up on going to dance competitions and being the prop dad in the back room for the cheerleading. And you better, you better be ready to give up on coaching Little League baseball because you have to be back in Washington, D.C. on Monday night, and you don't get to leave till Friday morning. That's the reason that our congressmen and senators vote – on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, so that the other four days you can be back in your district and, and servicing uh, your citizens and, and your voters. But that's still a lot of time to be away from a family. At that time, I didn't have, but knew that I was going to have at some point. And that was pretty much the end of my my political aspirations, if you will. Now, another interesting thing about the 4th Congressional District that I just want to throw out there, and I'm I'm very proud of this too, I still live in the 4th Congressional District, is from 1913 to 2015. Now, let me also say this, 1994, when I'm building this relationship with Congressman Hall, he ends up serving 21 more years. So my view of me thinking that he's grooming me to take his position probably was a little far-fetched. I knew he was doing something, but it probably wasn't that since he served the position for another 21 years. But from 1913 to 2015, the 4th Congressional District of the state of Texas, United States Congress only had three congressmen, Sam Rayburn, Ray Roberts, and Ralph Hall. That's a lot of service by three people over a century of service, all from one district. Uh, I think that's astonishing whenever you figure in that probably an average district in this country would have 10, 15 congressmen from one district. We had three in 102 years. Uh, very, Very, very interesting. And of course, the great Sam Rayburn was considered Mr. Speaker and still is to this day because he still holds the record for the longest tenure of Speaker of the House of Representatives in the United States Congress. As you can see, my involvement in public service, being on a city council, being the mayor pro tem of a city has put me in a situation to have a lot of experiences and meet a lot of people. I've been very fortunate to have met President Reagan, President Bush one and two, and President Clinton along the way. So that was all during my time and my service and not only... Met with them, but got to spend a few moments and have a little bit of a conversation along the way. So all good stuff and the whole point to all of these things are you have to be involved. If you are going to make a big, big change in your life to where maybe your business or you need you, you need to show value to the company you now work for, you need to be involved. You need to be involved in your community You need to be involved in your church. You need to be involved in civic organizations. And along the way, all these things will help you to become not only a better person, but also a better business owner, a better employee for that business, or wherever it is that you are right now in your life. I could go on and on about the things that are involved in me myself and I and Mike of the 53 years of my life and we will continue to talk about those things throughout episodes. We are getting lengthy on this show today and about to bring it to an end here and and once again all the people that have touched my life and continue to touch my life. All the people that have brought me knowledge and information and you know how big I am on those topics. All these things have helped me shape to who I am today, and no one bigger than my parents, uh, no one bigger than my mother, all this get you to where you are now if where you are today is not where you want to be then we got to make some changes we've been talking about this stuff over and we will continue to talk about it once again reach out to us send us what your thoughts what your concerns where you would like to maybe focus a show in the future on always contact us once again at mx3.vip all the locations that we also talked about and then you can email us directly info at mx3.vip So for everyone who's been a part of this one, until next time, live your life the right way.